you for joining. Today is March 18th, 2023. I'm Antoinette Wolf, and you're listening to What We've Been Waiting For Unedited. That's right. Hey, y'all, go ahead and click on that plus sign or follow or subscribe. It's at the very top of the podcast that you're listening to because this is where we get together every other week boo and we discuss real topics including media news stories that aren't solicited or watered down for a political steering agenda this is where i share my view and it is unedited so you're going to get a whole bunch of live bloopers as i share my view the view of an entrepreneur a college educated professional woman who's worked in corporate america i'm a taxpayer i'm a mother i'm a spiritual being that loves and respects social science so in other words i am what we've been waiting for unedited yeah hey you guys what's up everybody hey y'all i want to take a second like i always do to get centered and to thank god for this here and now and to thank god for the collectivity that is on this podcast no matter when it's occurring because when we get together we become one in the presence of God. Amen, so be it. All right, y'all. So I just had to get that out, man. But yes, yes, yes. What's good, y'all? You know I got a lot to cover. So let me, let look, 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 look. To stay in alignment, let's just talk about some good stuff like that, okay? And when I say like that, I'm talking about the fact that March is Women's History Month. March is Women's History Month. I hope y'all been celebrating the goddesses in your lives. And if you the goddess, I know you better be celebrating yourself, queen. Because let me tell you something. There is no us without you. Holla, holla, holla. Ow! That's right. Hey, speaking of women, my homegirl, my boom coon, she ain't here physically, but she is here with us in spirit. So... Let's make sure we send in Rhonda Diamato so love. And look, y'all, although she don't always be on the podcast, she 100% definitely implements and supports in the creative process of the podcast. And I'm grateful for that, y'all. For real. Okay. Now, look. Speaking of history, too. Yesterday was St. Patrick's Day. I hope y'all have fun. I hope y'all have fun. And I hope y'all weren't out there beating nobody up, having so much fun. Because did you know that St. Patrick's is actually a religious holiday? Now, 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 I ain't gonna lie. I too have gone out in, in my youth, in my youth, some of the best times I've gone out and look, and I was in, at first I was just thinking it was like only when I lived on the West coast, but nah, boo, I've had some great times on the East coast too, on St. Patrick's day. But anyway, with that being said, it's still a, a, now I know what I know. I know what I know. And I'm not saying that this is a religious show because it damn sure is not holla. Okay. It's a, a truth telling show as best as I humanly can be honest. So basically, I want to go back to St. Patrick 
being a religious holiday. Let me read this little bit of insert from history.com. St. Patrick, who lived during the fifth century, is the patron saint of Ireland and its national apostle. Born in Roman Britain, he was kidnapped and brought to Ireland as a slave at 16. He later escaped, but he returned to Ireland and was credited with bringing Christianity to its people. In the centuries following Patrick's death, believed to have been on March 17th, 461, the mythology surrounding his life became ever more ingrained in the Irish culture. Perhaps the most well-known legend of St. Patrick is that he explained the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, using the three leaves of a native Irish clover, the shamrock. What? You know, I got a couple of things to say about that. Number one, let's talk about the shamrock. It's interesting that when we look at clovers, we're looking only for the four leaf. And there is a, a, a meaning behind the four leaf, which I could share maybe next year. But the point is, we are looking at all those three leaf clovers as if they're trash. We're not recognizing the abundance of God's presence in those clovers. We're actually thinking we're unlucky when we see all those three leaf clovers. But this is a way, y'all, this is a tool an opportunity that when you look in the grass, especially cause I got some crab grass, I ain't gonna lie, you know, in different patches and there are some clovers that be there, you know, I know moving forward, even when I look down, I see God. Holla back, holla back. Okay, that's number one. Number two, we could take this story any way we want to, but because I resonate with the love of God, I choose to respect the fact that this man went back and chose to share empathy with the people that had initially enslaved him. That doesn't make it right. But what has occurred now is now he's introduced something. And now it's a national celebration. All because he opened their hearts to God. How beautiful is that? So the Bible teaches us that God says victory is his. And all must go through God, right? So I believe that. So I respect the story of St. Patrick. Now, with that being said, this is certainly not a religious podcast. I use profanity. And um, I just talk about what's really going on. And I don't, I'm not going to pretend like... People don't use religion for 
again, political steering agendas, okay? Speaking of, y'all, what in the world is going on with the drag queen stuff? And why is that more important? I mean, like, yo, what is going on? And I'm gonna be honest with you. Obviously, I love everybody. So I'm I'm confused about it all. I'm confused on both ends. I'm confused as to why drag queens are so insistent on dressing up like in drag and then going to read to children. I mean, I can see if you're a drag queen and you want to read to some kids, that might be a little bit more understandable to some parents you know y'all gotta remember i'm a mother so i'm gonna be 100 with you when it comes to my babies why do you want to dress in drag and then go read to the kids i don't understand that i don't understand that because i'm gonna tell you something don't nobody want nothing that's not authentic and no and the child that's not authentic to a child. Okay? Mm. I wonder if I'm going to end up keeping this one. Because I just said something that's going to... That's not a popular opinion. Now, let me say this. I also don't understand why the politicians are targeting drag queens and calling them all these things when the truth is a perv is just a perv it almost it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman a president of a country or a janitor a perv is a perv so i don't understand i mean look what happened with all those priests you know what i'm saying let's let's not do it like that let's really be real and try to understand why Because if I'm going to tell you, if the parents are saying they don't want this shit, why is it being pushed upon, like making parents feel like, oh, you fucked up because you you won't let me expose your child to me finally being liberated after X, Y, and Z has happened. And now I want to feel validated by dressing in heels and putting on a wig and a dress and prancing around reading in front of your child. Like, I'm sorry. I probably sound like one of the bigots. And I don't give a fuck, yo. I don't. You know why? Because I know that I honestly love everybody. I put my heart out here trying to bring peace or do my part of adding peace into this world. 
and I am not coming from a malice place and I but I am allowed to have a real opinion and the bottom line is the mother in me is like hell no you don't need to be prancing around in front of my kid and that's just the bottom line on that topic next I want to talk about what's going on in Mississippi let me pull this up. It's Rashim Carter's. It's been about a year, over a year. And uh, Rashim Carter was killed. He was a young man. I'm going to pull up the article because I want to give the exact age. I don't remember how old he was. He could have been, I think he might have been 28. But he was out working. Okay, I'm going to read it. This Newsweek article, it was published March 15th. 2023 at 12:37 p.m. Last year, Mississippi Smith County Sheriff's Office confirmed that the body of 25-year-old Rashim Carter was found in a woodland area. In a Facebook statement from November 3rd, 2022, the department said they had no reason to believe foul play was involved. Since then, Carter's family have repeatedly said that they do not believe that to be the case and have called for a federal investigation with a civil rights attorney saying they suspect the young black man was the victim of a hate crime. Police have dismissed suggestions he was murdered. Carter was last seen in early October outside a Super 8 hotel in Laurel, roughly half an hour from where he had been contract had contract work in Taylorsville at a manufacturing company called Georgia Pacific. The deceased man's mother, Tiffany Carter, and civil rights attorney Ben Cronk, as well as family and friends, held a press conference on Monday in Jackson about his death. The group criticized the authorities' conclusion, called for someone to be held accountable, held accountable and responsible and highlighted the details of Rashim Carter's autopsy. Last year, authorities said Rashim's body was found on November 2nd, south of Taylorsville, Mississippi, in a wooded area. The press release said Carter was initially reported missing on October 2nd, 2022, in Laurel, Mississippi. Thank you to the public who turned in the pertinent information regarding Carter's whereabouts. At this time, we have no reason to believe foul play was involved, but the case is still under investigation. The remains were transported to Mississippi Crime Lab for DNA confirmation. Please continue to keep the family in your prayers. The press conference release also reiterated that the investigation was open and ongoing and that other agencies, including the Mississippi Bureau of Investigations and FBI, had assisted as well. Speaking at the news conference earlier this week, Crump explained that the family believed Rashim Carter was a victim of a hate crime. Rashim's mother had previously told police that the last time she spoke to her son, he said that he had been was being chased by white men that were hurling racial slurs at him, according to an NBC News report. She said she had told him to get help from the police. Crump shared a local news report on Twitter on the family's press conference and captioned it, we need to a federal investigation into the killing of Rasheem Carter and an independent autopsy revealed his death was not 
due to natural causes. Rasheem was ignored after seeking help from the police and no progress had been made to find his killers and his family deserves justice. That's what Bryn Crump says. Now, I'm going to end that because I have other stories to talk about. Y'all can go to Newsweek.com to get the rest of that article. But let me tell you something. Newsweek, that ain't the best article to read because I've read several, but I brought that one up because you see how redundant Newsweek was before getting to why this is happening and why that press conference is taking place. Newsweek kept saying the same thing, the same thing over and over, just like, you know, basic information that there's an investigation. They took a long time to say, why the investigation even started, which it it started because of the dates weren't adding. The math wasn't adding. The math wasn't math thing. Okay. That's what happened. That's what happened. Okay. Besides the fact that someone stole somebody's life, but you know what? Look what has happened. See, we all going to be out of here. There is no getting around that. Okay, there is no getting around that. Now, some people, our lives might go a lot sooner than we expect or our loved ones expect for us. But the bottom line is we out of this motherfucker. And the bottom line is while we're here, what type of energy are you? What type of energy are you? And that's to me what it all boils down to. But look, to move on, let me just say this. Can we go ahead and lift up Ben Crump's legal team to support this family and lift up the family, that man's mother, who his mama, I mean, imagine that shit. Your child texting you that, and then that. Mm. And then the lies smeared on the news. Mm, mm, mm. I'm lifting that family up. I'm lifting up all mothers. All mothers. The ones that want to be mothering. The ones that ain't mothering in the traditional sense. But you still got a mother in spirit. So God put you in a position to be a mother of many. I'm just lifting up all of us. For real. I love you, sis. I love you, young Carter's mother. Thank you, Ben Crump. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for moving Ben Crump's heart to take on that case so that that family can receive justice. Y'all, let's move forward. I want to talk about real quick, Marianne Williamson, who is running for the presidential election. She ran before previously. I just want to let everybody know some of the reasons why I probably will be voting for Marianne. Now, so far out of all the candidates that have announced thus far that they're running, including Nikki Haley, the other woman candidate that's actually 20 years, about 19 years younger than Marianne, 
Um, I think Nikki Haley's 51. She's South Asian. Um, but and she's a re, she's on the Republican side. But uh, I won't be voting for her based off of her how her how she feels her stance on a lot of things. But the main thing is on human rights, uh, the right for a woman to choose. That's a big thing with me. Big, 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 big. Because here's the thing. No, I ain't saying I condone no goddamn abortion. I'm saying that I condone that if something goes down, I need to be able to save my motherfucking life. And I'm not going to... And and that's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. Because ain't nobody, ain't nobody going to love my child like me. That's how every mother feels normally, typically that I at least that's what we're told now again that could be a program too and that could be why some people don't right but at the end of the day I will be voting for Marianne Williamson and it is what it is and it is because of her track record her track record of giving a fuck see that's the thing that's the thing her track record Y'all, please do this right this time. Do this right. Research these people and what they've supported, the organizations they have belonged to. And you know what? That could be why they're trying to ban TikTok. Because they're trying hard. They are trying hard. And TikTok, I'm going to tell you, I love it. Because you know what? This guy made a a reel the other day and it was just describing why the government hates TikTok about how people can, you know, he said something about how the poor and middle class have actually been able to connect in a way that they've never been able to connect to because it's always been fed through multimedia. And TikTok has shown people that we are the same. And that lies are really being fed. So, yeah, I mean, they are talking about a a China data breach. But look, weren't we getting medication and food from there? So when did we start caring about stuff like that? Because didn't something just happen at Silicon Valley with that bank stuff? And didn't that man lie, uh, Tucker Carlson, and say something like it was because of... um, he said something like it had something to do with they were paying out so much money to diverse groups like Black Lives Matters that they weren't able to keep track of the money that they were losing when when so far it's saying that I mean y'all can go all over Google and find it so far just click on Tucker Carlson and what he was saying about Silicon Valley but so far it's showing that they not even showing when they've supported any diverse groups at all. So that was like a blatant lie, yo. A blatant lie. And see, what's awesome is TikTok reveals that stuff to people that really believe that shit. Really be out here hating because of people paying people to lie to steer them toward hate. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, I'm gonna be voting for Marianne Williamson. Um as far as I know. As you and the reason why I say that is because you never know who might show up. But I'm gonna tell you who I won't be voting for, even though I have a lot of love for him. And even though he, you know, I love when Kanye talks about Jesus. 
I love Jesus myself. For real. <laughs> For real. All right. I still won't be uh, supporting and voting for Kanye to be running the country. You know, even though, even though there, it's not, it's not as complicated. It's not like, you know, he really has to know all this stuff to do it, you know, to do what they do, but communication and being able to do what I'm working on and have and am a mastery in progress is be able to attract and maintain relationships for the greater good. And that's very important. Not, not from a place of greed for the greater good for the collective. So yeah, and, and you have to be able to have that kind of magnetism to attract that as if that is what your purpose or your intention is, you know? And I'm not saying that the people that have been there before us have been doing that. I mean, I think some presidents have shown us very clearly, like, damn, anybody can do this goddamn job, obviously, right? But at the end of the day, with that being said, still, that's not true. Not anybody can do that job. So I don't know. I just contradicted myself, but if you get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't look, let's move on y'all real quick, real quick. So yeah, Marianne, let me tell y'all this though. I actually think that she can win if we all woo, if we just really look if we ain't just talking that shit oh because another thing is she about those reparations though so if we ain't really just talking that shit if we really about that life you know what i'm saying that life of peace that life of freedom you know i'm talking to the i'm talking to the people that are owed reparations Y'all gonna vote for Marianne. And that's just the way it is. If you about what you say you about, you gonna vote for Marianne. And I'm talking to the people that are owed reparations. Because Marianne's been talking about reparations since 1987. Let me pull up an article real quick. I think I got time. Let me see. I got a few moments. Let me try to get the article if I can. If I don't find the article, y'all, we're going to have to maybe do it next time. But no, here it is. Here's one. All right. Wait. Uh, This one. I'll read this one. I'll read this one. If it hurries up and opens. Okay. This is from uh, Vox.com, but she's everywhere. Because look, her activism runs deep. Okay. Runs deep. Anyway. The self-help guru, Vox.com, the self-help guru wants to spend $200 billion to $500 billion on the plan, calling it payment of a debt that has never been paid. They talking about reparations. And this article was written August 7th, 2019. Do they tell how long? I don't know. I don't have a lot of time. A week after making an impassioned argument for reparations at the Democratic debates, 
Democratic presidential candidate and self-help guru Marianne Williamson has released a formal plan calling for reparations for the descendants of enslaved people in the United States. Yo, y'all gonna have to go to Vox.com, but you could go anywhere. Um, PBS has a great article. Um, you can go anywhere and um, see that. I'm, that's the first time I was looking. I've read that article. I pulled it up just to uh, pull up anything so y'all can get a little gist of it. But I'm running out of time. So what I'm going to do real quick, let me just end this with a little something, 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 something. Mm, let me see. I'm going to end this with a little something from Ayala Van Zant real quick, y'all. Um, yeah, Ayala Van Zant is one of my spiritual mentors. So I do love her writings. And so I do uh, read from her books, but there's others as well that I want to share with us uh, this year. Also, y'all, if y'all haven't clicked on that subscribe link, make sure you've done that. It might be a plus sign. Today is the 18th. So let me try to do this real quick. I'm just going to read March 18th. And this is the title. I open my heart and mind to be aware. I have allowed what others believe about me to become what I believe about myself. I'm going to read that again. And then that's it. I open my mind and heart to be aware. I have allowed... I open my heart and mind to be aware. I have allowed what others believed about me to become what I believe about myself. And then it says, it finishes today. I am devoted to finding out exactly who I am. And that's it, y'all. I'm out of here. I got to go. All right. But I love y'all. And U-N-I-T-Y, it's all about that peace and love.